But stay low. No, that would work first. <laughs> Niggas creeping. Take a flight. Woo! Don't get just creeping. Oh, yeah. oh, but stay low. Don't you close your eyes. What does Snoop say? Pass me a, pass me that. That's right. That's what Snoop said. I heard him when he said Was it the OJ and Bombay or Grey Goose and Bombay? I thought it was OJ and Bombay. You definitely don't want to miss Grey Goose and Bombay. You're going to die Thursday. If you want it. Come on now, Billow. You can have it. You can have it. It's not bad. Hey man, you know good. it's crazy. I like it. I like it. Billow, man, goddamn it, we are up in this thing. I'm feeling good. We got special That's guests. That's the tape sync, nigga. That's what just happened. Go Talk ahead. to me. Talk to me, Billy. You feeling good? Man, I'm feeling real good. You know why I'm feeling good? Talk mm. to me, Billow. Because they said, you know, we got to ask for some people because we hadn't asked for them in a long time. Hey, huh? Samo. Who's that? Hey, yo, Blair. Who? Blair. Somebody over here. Omar. Omar. Yo, no Omar. I don't see nobody. Who y'all talking to? Yeah. Definitely ain't up at this motherfucker. None of them are here. Guys, but we are. Hey, D, hey. Hey, fool, where you at, man? <clears throat> yeah. Fool's not here either. But you got D-Lad and Billy Sorrells and a special guest. Hey, man, look, let me tell you something. They thought we wasn't going to still be they here. They really thought that we were going to retire this thing. They thought. What's that? The naysayers. The naysayers. Uh -huh. They thought that we was done. That's right. Damn. They thought... These niggas been out since YouTube started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we yeah. was done. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. thought the Instagram was going to take us out of here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Talk, and, talk uh, that shit. Talk that shit because I got some shit to say. Come on now. <laughs> you know, when it comes to being a pioneer. Oh, man. Word pioneer comes with a trailblazer. Oh, a person right. who speak goes on places. It, speak on it. I'm with you now. That people have not been. That's right. Mm. God damn it. God damn it. Mike, <laughs> things you've accomplished. That ain't just me, but go ahead. Keep going. The whole dorm tainted family. Go, That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole clan. Yeah. Everything. The move. Making the transition. Coming out here to L.A. and putting your boots in boots. and locking in and riding yeah, it out. Yeah. That's what the fuck happens. And we're glad you're here on the Did You Miss Me podcast today. Man. We want to present you with this hat. Woo! That's for you. Wear it in your leisure in your professional time and understand that it's a family of 323 is out here who support right. you. That hat is all for you. I appreciate this, y'all. Uh, we're going we're gonna to toast this right now. Uh, Hold up. I've been drinking Steven Seagal. All night. And um, I earlier, I did two episodes in a LeBron James jersey. You know why? Because I got to keep shooting, bitch. Got to keep oh, shooting. Keep motherfucking shooting. Keep shooting. And uh, I got my Jordans on. And you know what that means? I, I You see me with this, with the uh, elephant print. I'm shooting again. I'm a designated shooter. And you know what's crazy? A narcotics officer was killed today. Mm. Serving a high-risk warrant in, in Echo Park. Park. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. all right. Pass me the bitch. Mm -hmm. He survived by his wife, wife and, and infant child. child. Yeah. Shit it gets deeper. deeper. It really does, It Mike. did it get does. deeper. You know why? Because I'm going to put Steven Seagal right here. And I'm oh going to pull my, up. You bomb. can't do that, Billy. Get, somebody stop. Hey, come get this nigga, man. They, they, they ain't nobody coming to get me. It's a whole seven and a half hour plane ride to come to me from Jackson. He's untamed. Oh, Coco, yeah. come get him. Come get him. His wife. Oh, his mm. wife. What's up, Coco? Ah, Billy. I need it on my person. Oh, yeah. Billy, you playing a dangerous game tonight, brother. What you trying to accomplish? What's going on, brother? Man. Talk to me. Anytime you mix those particular liquors, you got some shit that you're going through. That's gin and not juice, bitch. Steven Seagal's. Mm. Gin and Seagal. Gin and Seagal. Yeah, it's gin and Seagal. And an action star. So, uh, mm. you've been out here on this road a long time doing this shit. You've been on this Pretty long. a long time. Lisa Jessup, you had to get off your chest about niggas what they don't, don't understand. Uh, niggas just don't understand the grind. They don't understand shit take time. They understand to, to, to make greatness, it, it takes, you got to step back a little bit and, and think and do some shit that everybody not doing. Uh, you're not going to be in the spotlight and you're not going to have all the views all the time. But that don't mean you fell off. That means you're planning, and that means you're moving forward in a bigger way. Because if you're doing everything everybody else doing, you ain't going nowhere. Nah. Let me ask you something. What was y'all struggles? Well, give me a struggle story before you guys had the fame, before you guys had the numbers, the struggle 
of getting to that point. I know one big thing was when they fucking took your page down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, How did, damn, but yeah. Okay. You know, I fucked with y'all. So, I'm not my friend. I'm a fan. Yeah, but so before, you, you you was fucking with us before we had. Before, the, before yeah, I remember see, that. I remember because so, so tell was, us Billy where y'all right. are and y'all hiding y'all success and the day that the page comes down. Um, so we uh, literally gaining like five thousand subscribers a day at this time, and we started after like having our channel for like a year. We had our channel for like a year. And we had ten thousand. The second year, we started getting on World Star every day. Like literally, they would take videos from like a year ago and just start posting them every day. One, if you know, if you've seen it, is how black people laugh. Yeah. And how niggas laugh and then niggas ran all different directions. Yeah. That's a classic Classic video joke. For classic you, joke. For, for the, for the world. But, uh, yeah, uh, we had 60,000 subs at this point after getting on Worlds Every Day. Niggas, we was, it was like, oh, shit, we about to be out of here. Yeah. And one day I was on the toilet. Um, we had posted a video. I was on the toilet, and I went to go check the, the comments and couldn't find our page. And I was just like, what the fuck? Refreshed it, turned off my phone, everything. Page was gone. Went to our Twitter, about 100 tweets. Where's Dormtainment page at? Where's the skits at? What happened? So pretty much went to YouTube. We had an email saying that we had copyright claims and flags, and they had to pretty much abandon them. They deleted our page. And at the time, it wasn't like you could call YouTube or email them. Like, right now, I could call 10 people from YouTube if I wanted to. At that time, it was no, like, contact. So we literally was just in the dark. We didn't know who to call. Like niggas was in the in the house sad. Like we just lost our whole business, and we didn't know. You know we didn't know how to get it back. It's five of y'all. It was six of us at the time. Yeah. Now yeah. it's five. Yeah. 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 So walk us through that. How do you get? How did we get to that day? Give us some backstory to get us to that day before the before the page drops. Because we know that's how she gets. Well, started. on the day of, yeah. right? We was. We had probably shot two prank call videos. Like, we prank call a business, and we just funny record, shit, right. record it, post it. People loving it. Y'all do another one. So this morning, we woke up. I was like, yo, let's call so-and-so. Let's act like this. It was my idea, too. So I was like, all right, bet. So we do it. We laughing. We post it the same day. And, like, literally two hours later, that's when it happened. So I remember coming out the bathroom that day and just being like, yo, have y'all seen the tweets? Have y'all seen everything? Like, hoping it was just me. All the guys start, they log on. Oh, shit, what the fuck? Everybody started realizing it little by little. Everybody just kind of felt like they had no hope. And then uh, my boy Manny was at work. He came home. He literally was like, what happened? Because he could just see it on us. And we like, page is gone. I like, what the fuck you mean? Page is gone. So a fan hit us up and was like, hey, my cousin is an intern at YouTube. She can help y'all. So we get her number. She out here in Cali. This time we know Anna. Call her. She's like, yeah, I work at YouTube. I'm just an intern, but maybe I could go look up some shit on the computer. So she, for like a day or two, she's calling us back and forth. Yeah, I found this out. Someone was flagging y'all page. Like, she's hitting us with info. So we got hope. Like, we're like, oh, shit, our page might come back. 60,000 subs. Like, we're going to get it back. Um, probably like a week goes by. We don't hear from her. Uh, her cousin that hit us up initially calls us and is like, um, hey, guys, so-and-so died. Fuck. Wait, wait, wait. The girl who was helping us died. Get got in a, a truck hitter out here. So we was at this point. Or did a truck hitter? So at this point, we like, what the fuck is going on in life? Like now, you, and it, you know, we got my, you got. I'm talking to my mom. Like she's telling me to just come home and leave it alone. Like why are you still doing that stuff anyway? It's not paying you. Like just come home and forget about that stuff. Like I got, we got all these pressures, and then this happened. So it's just like kind of life was. It felt like life was telling us like maybe this is it for y'all. Wow. So I remember y'all working with Tracy uh, Edmonds at the time. Not even, not yet. Oh, this is before that. This way before that. Way before that. And. So we just pretty much hopeless. We like, all right, man, we don't know what else to do. And then one day I was just, I was just in, the, in the house and I was like, you know what, fuck it, y'all. I'm just going to start another one. I'm just going to start another one. I'm just going to start another one. We're not waiting on nobody. So I literally typed in a, my, my email, put Dormtainment TV instead of Dormtainment, and then just start uploading all our old shit that I had. And then within a week, we had 100,000 subscribers. And because... Everybody who was already there was quick to come back so quick. It made algorithms shoot up quick. So now everybody who's part of YouTube, MCNs, all the shit that we didn't even hear of yet, that just starting, are like hitting us up now. Who are you guys? Y'all are the hottest new thing. Y'all just drop all these videos that getting this much views and subscribers. Y'all turning on this? And it was just like, nah, we've been around. But because we had that just surgence 
because we started a new page, it really made us look like we was bigger than what we were. So because of that, we got our agent. And because of that, we got hooked up with Tracy Evans and all of that stuff. So if it wasn't for that little, like... Setback. It was a major comeback. Wow. Yeah. Take us through the pinnacle of where you feel like we up here and we never thought we would be here. Where Where are you guys and what's going on with, with Dorm Jamie? Um... Well, shit, even just to talk about the people we working with, like, literally, Kevin Hart, like, we've been in skits with him. He's walking us into pitch meetings. Um, Issa Rae, same thing. Like, to be, to look around and be like, oh, shit, we, we next to the people who are the people right now. Like, that's like if I was, like, playing on Michael Jordan team, you know? It's kind of, like, feel like that. So, right now, we're in a place Y'all where, feel like, like Bill Cartwright. Y'all Bill Cartwright. I guess. What, what, what's or that? Or B.J. Armstrong. Yes, 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 yes. B.J. Yes, Armstrong. I understand that. Analogy. You're not Scotty. You're not Pippen. Not at all. Not you're at not, all. Uh, but we right. next to those but guys. B.J. Armstrong. We next to you Bill Cartwright. <laughs> hey, man. Shout the out boys. to Bill Cartwright. <laughs> I didn't mean to disrespect you like that. I just wasn't born back then. <laughs> he said not even that. I was born seven. I'm B.J. He said, who is that? I'm B.J. Armstrong. <laughs> that name I know a little bit more. You, you fucking Craig Hodges. Wasn't Horace, wasn't Horace Grant on that team? Horace Grant was on They got his ass out of there. Yeah, Horace got his ass out of there. I'm not going to compare myself to him then. But, you um, you would want to be Craig Hodges, who militantly Craig went down shooting them jumpers. He was tearing ass out of the frame. I would say Luke Longley, maybe in the later. Uh, yeah, he came in He came in afterwards. He was Tony Kukoc. Okay, Tony, Tony Kukoc. Kukoc. That's good. Uh, you were that man. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we the 96 Bulls, so we, we, are, we, we know all about 96 that. 96 Bulls are out here, man. So, you guys, you, you meeting with Issa Rae, you meeting with Kevin Hart, you going in these pitch meetings, and people don't get it. It's like, I think, um, you know, what's funny is, like, I'm in Texas, so nobody in Texas that really cracked on YouTube. Mm. Phil Wade. Yep. It's popping. That one video. Then they comes out impersonating Trey Songs. Yep. And this nigga got a flat top. In 2010, a flat top yeah. with a shag in the back. That's and what helped too. Robot. It was, and he had to wear bow ties all the time. Now, Phil wasn't a capital, but Phil wearing bow ties. He had prayer view. He had that. <laughs> I'm at TSU, Phil at PV. So my little sister's like, oh, you, you need to fuck with Phil Wade. I'm like, nigga, I'm a nigga. Fuck with you. Right, talking about. Fuck right. with Phil Wade. Nigga. I know that feeling. It's me, nigga. <laughs> I'm a nigga. Phil ain't got a motherfucking microphone, nigga. Right. I'm killing niggas out here right. in the crowd. I'm killing these niggas at the arena theater. Nigga, you know, who? I look up and I'm like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> nigga, I'm me, nigga. Yeah. Singing shit ain't gonna save you. So so that's that's my attitude. Yeah. My homegirl Gabby. Gabby's like, nah, I feel cool as fuck. You know what I'm saying? I wanna link y'all up. I want you to meet him. Now he cool. I'm like, he cool? Cause you know these niggas that be on the internet some weirdo. Yep. She was like, nah, he cool, cool. My homeboy Steven know him. Steve Bentham. Um, he's a photographer. His daddy owned McDonald's. He owns like several McDonald's. So mm-hmm. they I grew up around that much. His boy Steve. Steve. The big dude. SPB2. Yes. I That's know the nigga who that shot all the videos, yep. editing shit. Yeah, SPB2. Now, here's what's funny. Steve and Beth, uh, DJ Kendrick, there's, it's, it's crazy on the degrees of separation because Steve and Bentham is working with DJ Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is on mm-hmm. radio. Mm-hmm. He's over the Party Boys. They had songs mm-hmm. that went all the way gold and platinum on top, top 10 charts or the hip hop charts. But it's like he's conveniently the guy who orchestrates the behind the scenes shit that makes the shit happen. Mm-hmm. Did that for Phil. He did that for DJ Mr. Rogers and the Party Boys. He DJ uh, like DJ chose, and it's it's weird how Prairie View, this one black college, is is home for all this shit that's happening. Yeah. So I hook up with with Phil. Now I'm doing my comedy. I got my prank calls and my stand up shit on there. And the first thing he was like, hey, you and Phil should do a prank call together. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Prank call. 200,000 mm. views. Shit hit world star. Mm-hmm. Boom. Then Spoken Reasons hit me. He was like, yo, nigga, that shit y'all did was funny. Fuck with me out here. I'm going to fly you to Florida. Nigga, this YouTube money. These niggas making thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000, nigga, in a fucking month. Who? Then, oh, this is this is uh, Spoken Reasons. Man, oh, shit. Bro. I ain't never missed that. This... this <laughs> This nigga making so much money, and then he's paying and turning around and paying to get on World Star. Mm. So he's getting posted on World Star, then he's paying to get on World Star because he's understanding he's traffic mobbing, and now all this traffic going to his page. Yeah, this nigga got seven hundred thousand subscribers. Yeah, white people out here doing these videos, making a bunch of money. This nigga stupid money flies me out, pays me four thousand dollars. 
says, hey, I'm going to do these prank calls with you. Going to do two videos. You telling me I'm going to do two prank calls and you're going to give me $4,000? $4, U.S. dollars. U.S. American dollars. I say, nigga, how much money you got? You say, nigga, look, man, let me show you. Show me logs in. This nigga making twelve to $15,000 a day. That makes sense. A day? This nigga getting stupid That don't make money. sense. Never mind. <laughs> he at the time was making forty a month. But he then he jumps to fifteen thousand dollars a day. He's like, I just made fifteen thousand dollars on YouTube, hmm. and nice. I'm in my twenties. I do two videos with him. My page starts shooting up. Boom. Yep. Then Phil hook back up. Do some more videos. Boom. I do the shit black girl say video. I come out here. I remember that. Now, here's how I even did it. Me, Issa Rae, a young Lena Waith. Now, Lena just is the Kind of cute slash not really sure where she at with it, chick Miss Howard. Whole group of people that do that that's in communication that went to Howard. Mm-hmm. They having a brunch every fucking like once a month on a Sunday. I'm coming out here just to go to the brunch because my manager at the time work at Howard. So yeah. He done plugged me in with them, so I'm fucking with everybody in school to see these niggas is on different lots. These niggas is working for different people, and I'm hitting Lena. I'm like, Lena, I gotta do something to pop some shit off. She's like, I think I got an idea for you. She calls me one day. She's like, hey, I want you to do this. I want you to see. She sends me this video. So I want you to make the black version of this. Yeah, because it was the, the video that went viral. Shit people say, right? Shit girls say. Shit girls say, okay. And she was like, I want you to do the shit what black, black girls, girls say. She was, I was like, yo, but I'm not gay. Though, you know? <laughs> she was like, it's cool. She's like, the dude that does this is gay. Yeah. He transgender, but that don't matter. You do the shit and just be a black bitch. I know you can do it. Yep, I remember that shit popped off. I do the shit the next day. And when I do shit black girls say, shit shoots up, hits a million views mm-hmm. in a day. My phone blowing up. Niggas calling me shit nuts. Then Lena's like, yo, this shit blowing up, Billy. Everybody that I shared it with is sharing shit on Facebook. It's done went viral. She was like, the New York Times is calling me shit nuts. And I'm sitting here in my brain and I'm thinking, Doran Tamer is dropping another video at 3 p.m. <laughs> on Sunday. What am I going to do as a follow-up? These niggas drop another video. Then Wednesday, they drop another video. I said, niggas, five of them niggas. Yeah, six. It was six of us at the time. Six of them niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they dropping shit. Yeah. They, they dropped a video right after that. Uh, if guys, were, if the world was reversed and if guys got proposed to. Oh, so shit. Yeah. That go viral. Now, niggas like, yo, them doing time niggas on your head, nigga. They just dropped this shit, sent this shit. I was like, I ain't got nothing for that. <laughs> I ain't got nothing for nothing. that. Nothing. It's six of them. What I'm going to do? Because we in my mind, you got to think, ain't no Instagram. Yeah. It's World Star. And niggas got phones that you can go to World Star and see what to go to. Niggas don't even know how to navigate YouTube right, yeah, like that. At that point, no. So our subscribers is coming from everywhere. Every, Africa, yeah. Angola, World nigga. They everywhere. Nigga, shout out RPQ, my yeah, nigga. Man. Q opened up so many yep. doorways. And so just imagine you drop some shit, niggas blowing your line up. And then some niggas drop some shit, then drop some other shit, then drop some other shit. And you ain't got nothing for them niggas. At, at the time, <laughs> though, at the time... We we sat down. I remember that time specifically. We sat down and we was like, "All right, y'all, let's go in." And we literally scheduled. Yeah. What videos? When? How? What's the uh, trending topic? What's the 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 clip we're going to use to promote? Like everything. Like we. I remember at that. It ain't homework. We did. We had everything. Like we literally. Yeah. My ass. Because, see, this is what you don't understand. It was kind of like an individual YouTube channel in 05, 06, 07, 08, 09, 2010. It's like like an independent record label, nigga. That's Death Row. You bad boy. Or this bad boy. That's Death Row. Or, nigga, you epic. And them niggas just dropped five things. You like, oh, that's what y'all did? Damn. They they shot from in the toilet. Them niggas niggas had a camera on the roof. Damn, them niggas ain't playing. So we sitting there, me and EK, my nigga EK. Now EK, my sister, baby, baby daddy, he came down from Brooklyn. He got this cinematographer, super mindset. Like, I never seen a nigga handle a camera like this. I was like, nigga, I'm going to make you a movie star, nigga. Just fuck with me. <laughs> so he shooting, like, the, the shot of start off, nigga, the sketch start off, and he's showing my shoes moving. <laughs> now he ain't even know me telling the joke. Right. It's like, I don't need to see you right now. This nigga on some super, he, he studies film, so yeah. he... His his first cousin, Tariq, Tariq Jackson, 
Tariq directed your your uh your mm -hmm. pilot, Uncle Roman. Uncle Roman. Tariq is at USC. He a junior at USC in film school. Now I'm hanging out with them, so this the nerdiest of the nerdiest bunch, nigga. Like, but EK will whoop your ass. EK is a black Muslim that know karate. Mm -hmm. So he's straight, like, ready to to take niggas down. Nigga ran up on him in the street, eat all that shit. <laughs> But he a director, so yeah. all these niggas, they know Farrakhan. It's some weird shit. Yeah. I'm just trying to, like, I'm from Texas, nigga. I'm watching all this shit happen. These niggas is excelling, and I just keep seeing these niggas on everybody. Niggas, grandma reposting these niggas, man. Yeah, grandma reposting y'all. I was like, fuck. But the thing was, at the time, we would see, like, we would drop a video, and it would get, it would max out at three, four hundred, five hundred thousand. And then you would drop one, and it would get, like, millions, these, millions. And it's like, but see, I would I would be sitting like I got big joker for these niggas. Let me get this shit together. Fire! I yeah, yeah. and that's it. I ain't got nothing else. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I, hate, I, hate, I even hate to admit it, but at the yeah, I'm gonna stop it. Oh, what happened? Oh, pass bleed. Oh, this nigga trying to get stop to a nigga. in the production and say to pass get the, the weed <laughs> off camera. Off camera, talent. He said fuck talent. Fuck your story. Fuck talent. He said hey. Nah, but I remember at the time feeling like. That competition, and now that I look at it, if we just all kind of just like came together, we would have. I feel like it would have been way bigger for all of us. But I remember at the time, without even saying it, it was like an unspoken rule. But everybody felt that between you, spoken reasons, hot damn, I rock, uh, Deshaun Raw, like like. And then what's his, uh, what's your boy name? Now look, this was crazy. He stole all of what you call the shit. Oh, Patrice O'Neal. Who was that? Oh, uh, that was Hot Damn Rock. Rock. All right. That's what people used to say, man. People no, no, no. He admitted it. So, right. let me tell you what these <laughs> niggas that got to the point. <laughs> niggas that got so competitive on this YouTube shit, yeah. it, it became like, nah, niggas, us over here and it's y'all, nigga. What we got for y'all? All right. They did that if, if niggas got proposed to. I got something for you, niggas. <laughs> so, I came back. My next video was Cat Facts. If you oh, had yeah, the Research that. Chronicles, if that you could get the history on a, on a bitch's background. <laughs> that was really good. Nigga, I copied the Carfax commercial really made a cat facts about bitch fuck Gucci man and all these other niggas. Shit really hit good. world stop. Pop! That was really good. I said, oh, got a million on you hoes. <laughs> got you niggas. <laughs> bitch, yeah. we ain't dead. Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, I got the call from my uncle Guy and Jamie Foxx people. I'm like, I'm moving out here to LA. Yeah. We moving. And you started working with Jamie Foxx. See, <laughs> you know I mean? like, look, 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 like, like, for you even for him to even tell me that right now, it's kind of like, damn, I didn't even think y'all was watching what we did because Nigga, it was this. This one was fucking me up. It was the fact that we knew at 3 o'clock on Sunday, or yeah, 4 yeah, o'clock on Sunday, yeah. there was a video coming. Right, and it was coming. I couldn't, I couldn't fuck with that. I was, I was at the crib hot. I'm like, me and EK, we there. I'll be like, nah, nigga. Them niggas got something on Sunday. Yeah. What we going to do? What day going to be our day? Nah, man, it don't work. <laughs> I said, nah, nigga. They telling us the video coming at 4, nigga. We got to have something. Fuck that. We going to drop our shit at 2 on Sunday before them niggas drop. Yeah. No, man, that's not how it works. I say... <laughs> No, he was like, it's about, you know, no, you don't need to do that. And so we literally would just be sitting there and I'd be, I'd be at the crib and I'd be like, you nigga hit me, it dropped. I get the text, it dropped. <laughs> <laughs> so we in our mind like, the niggas dropped it but again. That's, that's why I think perspective is crazy because looking at him, it was like, he, he don't drop as often as us. But how many subs you got at this time, Billow? No, at this time, I had just cracked. I had just cracked maybe like 60, 70,000 yeah. subscribers. But he was still getting videos that would go viral. Viral, yeah. So I, when, I, when you got, when, when we sitting here with 100,000, 200,000 subs, and you, this dude over here with 60, and then he drop a video, even though it's not once a week, but he drop a video. And, and then he hit a million. You'd be like, oh, shit. Like, we're doing that. something wrong. What the so fuck, nigga? That's the same thing. Like, he looking at us like, like, uh, y'all niggas. <laughs> nigga, we hot. <laughs> but uh, we looking at him like, damn, man, he doing less work and getting more pr product out of it. And he looking at us the same way. So it was like, I just feel like we all just needed to work together, honestly. Well, here's the problem. The problem was, and it's just like hearing, when I watched Eddie Murphy this weekend talk about how on, on Seinfeld? When, when he told on Comedians and Comedians Cars, Cars. Cars. Yep. Yeah, that was dope. Prior, we pull up and here he yeah. was at the spot. And, and pull off. And leave. Yeah. That's now, here's the thing. I'm not mad at what you're doing. Right. That's cool. You on in there. I'm going to go in here and go bust up over here. Yeah. And in our mind, and, and this is this what it got to. I think it hit me when probably like I had been here about a year. Yeah. And at the time, it was a nigga who niggas didn't really know. Um, King Batch. 
Yeah. Now, Andrew Bachelor, yeah. he a Sigma. In your brain, you like, I feel what you want, but it's not translating really on YouTube. The way it, the way our shit is. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It was like because YouTube at the time in a black community, it wasn't no real black creators. Like now, we get an email as a black creator, like, "Hey, we got this black creator, such and such, come fuck with us, come out to the space." None of that. Yeah. Only person who's welcoming that, that's getting that type of traffic to their website, is is Worldstar. Mm-hmm. So our goal is to get hit Worldstar. Star, you're gonna get more traffic yep. to your website. Yep. And, and they're going to subscribe and on YouTube and, and that's it. And then if you post your actual YouTube link, yep. then you're going to get way yep. more traffic. Because what sometimes he would do is just post a video. He would post a video. So you all you relying on is the tag yep. or him to say your people name. People come find you. Find you. But if he posted the link, your, your, and, and your, your shit, shit going to go up. right up. Because yep. your views going up yep. and then the subscribes going up. And this nigga's from all over the world. World star. So <laughs> it's everywhere. So in my brain, I'm like, all right. Batch is coming to me. Shaq just started his fucking yeah, network. Yeah. Now, me and, memories. Nigga, me and Shaq, Shaq hits Shaq people hit me up and it was like, hey, Shaq wants to do his cartoon with you. He wants you to play a character on his cartoon. I was like, bet. Yeah. I go to the studio, record with Shaq. Me and Shaq there all day. We chilling. Coco comes up to set. She comes from an audition because she auditioned to be a, a background singer with Tamar Braxton. Shout out to my girl Tamar. She got on like a short dress. This before you knew her? No, this is my wife. Oh. But, but we wasn't married yet. Okay, but we, okay. But we was, nigga, we was together. Yeah. So um, she leaves from this audition with Tamar. She shoots an episode of R&B Divas. She comes up. She got this little dress on, form-fitting tight. Titties all pressed up. She come in. She speaks to EK. EK is like, he in the studio recording some shit. She's sitting in the booth. In the booth, I can see in the booth, she walk in. Shaq's in there. The producers is in there. And Courtney walks in. Her and Shaq talk. We come out. Me and Shaq take a picture. It's on my Instagram. I think, I don't even know if the picture's still up. Me and Shaq, we take a picture. Boom. Chop it up. He's like, yo, I got some other shit. I want to fuck with you. I got my Shaq All-Star shit coming up. You need to be on my next Shaq All-Star shit. I said, bet, I'm going to do it. You should fuck with my girl Tamara. Tamara's the one that's going to do it. I said, me and Tamara work together. Man, I wasn't signing Tamara yet, but me and Tamara was cool. Mm-hmm. I leave there. I go about a week later, I go shoot Comic View. Get the Comic View we take. Whole time, Shaq been DMing and texting Courtney. Oh, shit, Shaq. <laughs> I don't know shit about this because Courtney tells me. He said he got some videos, some other shit. She's going to say, nigga, get that nigga number work. Nigga, get your fucking money. I ain't tripping. Right. We shoot Comic View. I rip. I, you down there. I'm down there. We kicking it in the That's where you met him? We, mm-hmm. we, we We've been to okay. We But that caused a catastrophe that night. Yeah, you did good? Uh-uh, that's too easy. No. I destroyed them bitches. Oh, nice. Destroyed nice. them bitches. Nice. Destroyed them. This weirdly enough, I get back to the hotel. We at the W. I ain't never stayed in the W in my life, but I'm in there that night. <laughs> Where Courtney is out the frame, she full of drinks. Tell her pussy out the frame. Mm-hmm. You out of there. You dead. You dead. You dead. I killed the stage. I killed you, bitch. You dead. Everybody's dead tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nigga, Courtney's phone starts going off about four in the morning. Shaq? Shaq's on the phone. And I see it. It's Shaq. I say, oh, shit. I know the fuck. So she is. saved his number as Shaq? This night wasn't no trip. I want yeah, you to, right. He yeah, knew that. Yeah, yeah. Shaq had just started his YouTube network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. was like, "I'm gonna put you in some videos. Okay, you yeah. do some shit. Have you do a show? How do it. <laughs> it was all a dream. You used to read Word Up magazine, Salt and Pepper, every day. Yeah, I got you. So, has the phone. I'm drunk. Hey, what's up, nigga? What's happening? Shaq, what's up? It's Billy. Hey, oh, hey. Now in this picture, why he on Facetime? This is pre like, Wait, early days of FaceTime. He FaceTimed her? He FaceTimed. In the video, Shaq I can thirsty. see him. Shaq can't see me. He's right. got two fur coats up. I just got this one. What you think? This look good? I say, what's up, nigga? Shaq, what's happening? Oh, what's up, gangster? Oh, man. Hey, man, I was just trying to see if the uh, court was around. Yeah, man, I'm trying to find these props. And these props or these court. I say, yeah, it's, it's 4 o'clock. Shaq's asleep. Dick Prop. took her out of there. Yeah. What you need? Yeah. I put the FaceTime, I put the camera around, she out of there. And so I said, yeah, she done. Yeah. What you what need, you Shaq? Need? It's she four can't. o'clock. What you need? 
Oh shit, ain't nothing gangster. I was just, I was just seeing what y'all was on. Yeah, what Comic View, nigga. Rip that ass. was on at four in the morning. Yeah. Let me tell you what's on. About to wear this pussy out again. I need you. What you need? What you need, though. What you need, Shaq? Shaq. So I got the robe on from the W. I'm clowning. This nigga got a $10,000 fur coat on. And another one that's surely Courtney's size. I don't give a fuck. Because, bitch, she I just told, told Comic View out the frame. She out of there. And she is, too. And she out of there. Let me tell you something. You made me think about something you said, robe. <laughs> I, uh... I had an interesting thing that happened to me when I was in college. Mm. It happened at the spur of the moment. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm walking yeah. from my... Hey, let me tell you something real quick. Mm -hmm. Before you start, a narcotics officer was mm. killed today. Serving a high-risk warrant in Echo, Echo Park. Park. That's right. Pass him the bitch. No, he passed me a bitch. And you know what I'm passing the bitch right back to you. Because okay. you, you about to get something over there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fill up. Go ahead and fill up. You're doing good. Right. You're doing he good. is survived by... Yes, right. His, his wife... wife. Mm-hmm. And, and infant, infant child. child. Yeah. Take that. Shit Give me that. Gets deeper, Bill. Shit gets deeper. And you know and what happened? still mixing that beverage. Nope. That boy is still mixing the shit out of that beverage. It's my nigga K. Reed who can't hey, be here no more. School is There you go. There you go. TSU. Goddamn so, first manager. Go ahead. This is interesting. This is very interesting. Um, spur of the moment thing. So I'm walking from my buddy's apartment to my apartment. And on the way to my apartment, we just left the swimming pool. Yeah. So I got on trunks and a towel over my trunks. Yeah. So on my way to my apartment, it's like a group of women congregating mm -hmm. in an apartment building next to mine. Yeah. I yeah, see them. They doing the cat calling. Like, hey, oh, come here. Yeah, come here. I'm young. I don't really know no better. I see a group of women calling me. I'm going to them. I'm going to them. I'm like, hey, what's up? They was like, you dance? Interesting. Interesting question. I said, uh, hell yeah, I dance. Mm -hmm. You got that right at dance. <laughs> Don't look, look like a dance, don't it? Yeah. They was like, well, you going to do a show for us? I was like, after money, right? Now, I have no idea what strippers make. I don't know what the, what, what the going on right now. I don't know what the you're, a strip, is, you're a dick dancer. But I'm already out there. I'm a dick you dancer. You are a dick dancer. I am a DD. A dick dancer. <laughs> so they said, listen, come back. And me and my homegirls, you know, we're going to have a little party. We're going to give you yeah. some money. I was like, look, yeah. oh, she's like, we got $250. I was like. I'm in college. That's a good. That's a good night's nice work. This is a good. I'm in college. I'm like, nigga, I'm taking this shit. Yeah. I run back to my apartment. I tell my roommate, I say, hey man, I'm about to strip. Yeah. So what the fuck are you talking about? I said, man, these girls just asked me to come to the apartment late on the night and strip. I said, man, you can't strip. I said, you just fucking can't strip. You know I what you can do? Like, what? Before you tell them how much mm -hmm. money you got paid, you know what you can do? What? You can tell them to be right here. We'll be right back. We right sure will. We sure will. We got a quick break. We got to pay some bills. More to come on Did You Miss Some Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Let's hit that motherfucking air. Hit that air. Don't stop the recording because we already synced. That boy's sweating. Did the, uh, Let's the see what we're going to talk about. Hand me that right there. I got to get my ass out of here, below. I got to get on this plane. Uh, you, hit, you hit him with 30. The blunt, the blunt is gone. Oh, the blunt, the blunt is uh, out the building? That's you packed already? No. No. Shitting on my back. Damn. Hey, so look, this is what we're going to do. If you need to run now, when we come back from break, I'm going to hit him. DD had to go catch a flight. Me and Mike going to land this motherfucking plane. Let me I got to finish the story. I got to finish the story. Finish the story. How do we break it again? Okay. Can we take another break? We can because we got Patreon and we got right. comedy clips. Right. Hey, this is what I got to do, though. I got to get some comedy clips of you that I can put on YouTube that ain't flagged with your special. Mm. All of them That's flagged. why, bro, this is what we gotta do. We gotta go over there, we gotta go somewhere, and we gotta record you doing stand-up so we can get it out there. One, for the audio, for mm -hmm. the albums, because you own it, and two, for the, the video part on your channel, you gotta start showing niggas, hey, let me give y'all this right quick. It don't gotta be developed. I have no stand-up really that's not. You gotta go, listen, bro, they watching us for an hour with an 89 to 90% retention ratio. That means only 10% of our people ain't finishing the whole episode. You gotta go on stage for an hour and just talk to them people. I know in your brain as a comedian, you like, all oh, that gotta be developed, but it don't. They just, just gotta get, get back and sit in their crib. Because you gotta think, they done fucked they bitch, they done took them to eat, and they finna watch Netflix, they finna watch Netflix or YouTube with you on the big screen. At the house. So you break them into that shit slowly with, let me show you I got this by myself. That's the only thing that me and you are different in when the comedy club be like, can I get this nigga a weekend? 
Oh, which one of these specials you want to watch? I got three specials on line, Diddy. Mm. I counted one that Kevin Hart shot. I got three I did on my own. You gonna watch them right now. Here go the link. Watch all, all the hour of them. Ain't nobody gonna watch an hour and trying to sense that, they, oh, let me, the comments good, the light, all right. Give it to them. Mm-hmm. I don't know nobody in motherfucking Sacramento. Bitch, I got fucking four hours on stage. Online. Watch it. Mm-hmm. You don't like it? Cool. Three million people liked it. Bet. Let's get it. I give it to him. Got to give it to him. Let's see rolling right. All right. And we are. Yep, yeah, shit. You yeah. got to give it to him, Didi. All right. And we're back. Billow. Yeah. Billow. They got me out there. Mike, I'm out there. Mm-hmm. I've already made this commitment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dick dance. How much money in U.S. dollars are you going to take from these women? They are out? offering me 250 U.S. dollars. For a college student. Which in that time for me was $346,000. <laughs> that is a lot of goddamn money for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm now... Committed. I'm in there. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, shit, I don't have no stripper gear. I don't know what the fuck I wear. I, I mean, ain't got this. no stripper gear. I have none of this yeah, shit. Yeah. have none of this shit. So I called my homegirl, Shayna. Shayna at the time was my ride or die. I used to drive her cutlass. She had a cutlass with no power steering. Okay. It's terrible. But it got me around, goddammit. She did what it, it did what it had to do. So uh, I said, Shayna, I need you to go get me a G string. What? what the? A G string? Now, this is a random request, by the way. And she gave me a G-string. I'm like, cool. She said, okay, cool. She go gets one. She brings me back a G-string with a tuxedo little shit with a little bow tie right by the dick. And I'm like, I can't dance in this. This is, I don't know what they dance in, but I can't dance with the bow tie by my dick. <laughs> you said bow tie by, by his dick. dick. I got this bow tie by my dick. I'm like, I have, I'm like, did you buy so another pair? Not draws. Did you give me anything? What is this for? She trying to figure out what is this for. I'm like, look, I need to make some quick money. I got to do it. So I tell my homeboy about it, and he falls out laughing. He cannot believe the shit. Yeah. He's like, nigga, you you gonna go strip free? I said, like, yes, nigga. It's two hundred fifty dollars. I'm gonna get this money. He was like, nigga, what's your name? I said, I don't. I don't I'll make up some shit. You didn't need one name. You didn't need a name. It's dick is this butterscotch dick. Butterscotch dick, bitch. That's what it is. Butterscotch dick. Coming to the stage is butterscotch dick. Now, time is winding down. I'm a little nervous, but I need that 250 bit. Yeah. She already told me it's 250. I gotta have it. So I took the towel that I had on earlier. I said I figured I'd show them the same shit they had earlier. Just put a shirt on. Right? Mm, hit, me about, boy. hit me about the pool boy. <laughs> hit me about 37, 38 push-ups. I'm good to go. Got a nice little pump. Go in it. Yeah, it's all. I go to the spot, knock on the door. I can hear him. Because it's one of those little smaller pumps. Mm-hmm. All the girls in there. I can hear him. It's, it's all that, that caddy <laughs> shit. You know what I'm <laughs> Music going on, right? I come in. They start screaming. Oh, I got on, like, I got on. They think, they think I ain't got nothing up under this towel. Right. But I got that goddamn bow tie. I got that bow tie. I ain't had no, other, I had no other choice, Billy. I had to wear that bow tie on my dick. That was my only attire. I had nothing else. Mm-hmm. This is my only attire. So I got the bow tie. Bow tie on his dick. Got the bow tie by my dick, and I got the towel on me. And I'm saying, you know what? Let me just get straight to it. Yeah. Right? My girl was like, hey, here's your money. I'm like, all right, cool. Get the money, right? I get the money, and I wrap, I take the towel off and wrap my money in the towel. They losing it. They loving that goddamn yeah, bow tie yeah. by the dick. Yeah. They loving it. Yeah. Take up the shirt. We going at it. I'm, these women, they, they throwing money on the floor. I'm having a blast. Yeah. I'm stripping. Yeah. Dick dancing. Mm. I'm feeling good about this dick dance. I probably give them about 20 minutes mm-hmm. of dick dancing. Of dick dancing. About 20 minutes of dick dancing. So I'm like, hey, listen, I got about to get up out of here, ladies. They grabbing and pulling. I'm like, hey, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a goddamn bodyguard. These women are all over me. Fuck it. I leave about, oh, girl follows me. She said, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But I need to ask another favor of you. I'm going to tell all the girls to leave. I want you to stay. I'm like, oh, I see. okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. All the girls leave. We're in there. She go right to it. Turn off all the lights. She said, listen, I want you. 
I don't know when I'm gonna see you again. Mm. I'm just visiting. It's my homegirl's place. Right. I'm like, you know what? She deserved it. Yeah. She been getting turned on for my dick dancing. Let me go and get this woman what she needs. What she needs. Right. She needs some three two three action. Yeah. And it's some women out there <laughs> Who that need that. And if Is that you an area know, code? I'll help you out with okay. that. <laughs> if there's a lady out there, wherever you are, yeah. that feels like you, you know, you saw a guy dick dancing and you got turned on. If you just turned on naturally. If you, you turn on right now. Right now. Give us a call. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. Just hold tight. Tight. Somebody's around. So the lady brings me back in. We go in the room. She says, I want you to make love to me. Oh, my God. Woman. I don't even know how to make love today. I don't know nothing about making love. I'm fucking fast. You understand me? I'm in college, and I'm fucking fast. I'm jackrabbit in this ass. I'm getting straight to the money. We enjoy a wonderful evening. I'm getting ready to leave, and she hands me $45. Wow. You was a prostitute stripper. That's when I felt uneasy. Now, here's the deal. I did not take that goddamn money. You didn't take it? What no, I did not take that money. Because I would have definitely been a gigolo hoe had I done that. Dick dancing and selling dick, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so I opted out of it. So I did dick, dick dance for 250 U.S. The dick was on the side. It was on the side. <laughs> how, how, it was dick on the side. How, with all this stuff that's going on, like how did you guys push through? Are we going to go from dick dancing to that? <laughs> Actually, we'll tell you more about that when we come back. This is Did You Miss Me? We got more to come right after this. Don't go nowhere. This is to me, people. Patreon subscribers, we've been watching y'all. Y'all been watching us. We've been making moves for y'all. You know why? Because we won't give y'all exclusive shit because y'all deserve it. Why? Because y'all are investing in us. Let me tell you what we got, Patreon. Uncut, unadulterated stories that'll never, ever, ever hit the airwaves. Just y'all ears and eyes will be able to view it. So guess what, people? $20 subscribers. We thank y'all. $2 subscribers. Come on now. Come on, you got to come on now. I know you're getting money now. You know how I know? Because we're going to be motivating you motherfuckers to get the money. So come on, people. Drop that bread off on us. Damn food is in this bitch. He dropped, he's sprinkling tidbits of motherfucking unadulterated juice in you bitches. Like, what y'all doing? $2 subscribers? Come on now. Step that bitch up. $20 subscribers? Man, what's in two for y'all? I wish I could. I want to tell you right now. But you can't. I can't. I can't tell you. They gotta see it. They, they thought I was dead, bitch. I'm still here. Don't tell me. See, that's another goddamn story. Subscribe. Dead man, dead man walking. Ask for that story. Dead nigga. For all y'all that's been asking, there he is. He's still around. He's Dave Ruffin has not left the group. We're back up in this motherfucker. Diddy had to catch a flight out because he's going on tour and he's going to tear some vagina out the frame. He's going to get somebody over there to him. Yes, this clapboard is in it because this is what's happening where he is. And cut, bitch. Clapping. Some dick. And action again. You're taking some more dick. And guess what? And cut. You can't take no more dick because you're done. And action is six in the morning. You thought it was over. So, Mike, we all, where the fuck are we? Um, I mean. We was talking about how we was competing online, didn't even know it. Didn't know, didn't, did not know it. And it was, I was sitting back watching. You, you know how they got that sample? That's when DJs took, you're watching a master at work. <laughs> That's what I was doing. And I was sitting back watching. I was like, yeah, that was funny. Like a big part of me was like, it's six of them niggas, it's me. Yeah. I got some for their ass. Yeah. The competitive nature, I got some for their ass. I, said, I loved it. They dropped another one. I said, God damn it. My sister would come in the room. You see the new video for doing Hey, bitch, close the fucking door. Of Why course I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> I subscribe under another email. I get the notifications. Yo, that's hilarious. I ain't finna like it. I'm finna look. I've seen it. I'm yeah. telling you, man, perspective is everything, bro. We was literally... At least me personally, I was doing the same thing because I was literally looking at you dropping videos once every three weeks a month, but then your shit would get a million. And I'd be like, man, these niggas is... And, and I would be like, okay, so y'all see us dropping weekly, but y'all don't fuck with us, but one video, y'all good. Okay. All right. So it's like... And it was it was funny. It was like... This was so funny. It was like we we would see each other and like I see them niggas out and it'd be all them niggas they be together. I'd be like, 
see us over here, nigga. That's not healthy, man. I'm, a, I'm it, sorry. But it wasn't. A, it wasn't. But you know what? It got to be from a place that it wasn't a. Um, it wasn't a bitter space. Mm-mm. It became a place of like, it became it was competitive, but it was a revered space of okay. So them niggas in here, we in here, nigga, we out here. I love I love the way it became because it literally was like we drop something hot, you drop something hot. Spoken reason drop something hot. Hot damn! I, at that time, I remember feeling like oh shit. All right, well, we got next week. It wasn't like, man, these niggas ain't got nothing. It was like when we dropped and y'all dropped. It and was then like, so much shit happened. Okay, nigga, all right. We all, all felt right. like that. We all felt like that. But even though it was competition, I never, it was never hate. No. It was just like. And that's the thing that I think black men don't understand. Yeah. It's like, it's nothing wrong with being motivated, inspired, yeah, competitive yeah. to be better. It's like it's, you can do it without from a place of dis, disdain. Yeah. I don't disdain. I felt like, yo, yeah. these niggas is talented, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, all right, y'all, okay. I if I wish I had me three other niggas or yeah. four or five other niggas you. that was funny like that, that understood it and that got it. That had they, the same mindset as that you. That had the mindset to go and commit to the shit. And then, you know, you get something from you. And, and then it's like, fuck everybody. Fuck. And then y'all start doing them interviews. And I was like, all yeah. right. Yeah. Honestly, like, when I look back at... Dormtainment, the biggest blessing is having six niggas on the same page. That was it. It wasn't like all of us individually, we could have did something. Something, but the fact that six y'all collectively. Six dudes on the same page with the same motivation at the same time, it's like you can't can't really compete. Right. And even if you like, all right, I'm dropping a video to get more views in them, it's like everybody else is watching. Like This is a crew of people who are, are uniting. And subconsciously, people don't even know why they like it. But the reason they like it is because it's a group of people doing something together. Right. It's more than one. Yeah. So it, it, was, a, it, was, it was a collective mindset. And it, that shit is a lot stronger because it's not just, oh, I thought this. It was like, no, I thought this. But then I thought this on top of that. And yep. then I thought yep. this with that yep. on this. Yep. And I thought, yep. and it's like. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to beat. And at the time, I didn't even, I didn't, we didn't even realize it. We were just like, all right, y'all, we need a show. We got to show Hollywood what we about. We Tell gotta- me about going on the road. Because you guys really, before 85 South was able yeah, to go on the road. wow. Before wow. we was able to go out. And I was out on my own in a, in a, in a, in a hodgepodge of different situations. You guys was going out as a collective unit, and I was like, I remember sitting with my homeboys. I was like, it's yeah. six of them niggas. Yeah. What they doing on stage? Yeah, ooh. A lot of people ask that? that. A lot of people oh, ask Oh, you going to do sketches on stage, nigga? What's going to happen with that? A little bit. And, and, I was, and I was sitting back like, all right, because I know what I do by myself, but I don't got nobody to answer to but me. Yeah. But then I don't have nobody to answer to but you. But me. And, that, and you realize when you're in a group, that's the power. Yeah. It's like, yo, this is funny. Well, somebody else said, well... Maybe if you do it like this, somebody else say, and, 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 and next thing you know, it's, it's, it's the best thing it could be. Right. Because it, you had the initial idea. Right, but, but it got built on. So it was like, it was really no fail. It was really no fail. All you had to do was just. But you guys are going out as pioneers to present a different format of live presentation. So yeah. give me what that's like for six people to go into a place. I know just having six microphones is a problem. Well, the thing is, I feel like uh, what we did was we just brought what we did on YouTube to stage. Okay. Um, we interacted. We had, like, uh, everything was a skit, but, okay, so one skit is an interactive game where we do a online, we do a, a dating game show on stage, and we, we use some of the crowd, but we give them what to say. Here's the questions, and then we're going to play the characters, the dating characters. But here's what you ask us. So it was like we interacted with you, but at the same time, we knew what we was gonna get we out. We knew of what them. we was doing, right? Um, we had skits that we did that that we never put online, but we had skits that were like, "Yo, this ain't necessarily this ain't gonna go online, but if we do this on stage, this could be, be a great experience for people." Right. So it Where, was like, what was like one of the most pivotal performances? Like, take me to a specific okay. place. So for the guy, so uh, like I always like for me. I've been DJing since Dormtainment started. I've been, and I had a character in Dormtainment called Lean and Leon, Jamaican yeah. character. That kinda, character. Yeah, it, it, it was bigger than me and Dormtainment at yeah. one point. And because of that, I got to like, because of Lean and Leon, I got to like 
I got booked for shows before Dormtainment was even like considered a, a act to book. Right. It was just like, can we get Lynn Leon? I remember when I used to get the emails like, damn. It's kind Everybody of, else is getting hard. Yeah, yeah like I don't me. know what to do, but I guess I'll take it. And then like when I remember when doing it, going as Lynn Leon and hosting shows, and then afterwards people would come up to me and be like, oh, can I get an autographed picture? I'd be like, oh, shit, what the fuck is this? So the first time the guys experienced that, we all experienced that as a group, we did a show at University of Georgia, Bulldogs, yeah. Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. It was our first show, well, it was our second show as a collective, but it was our biggest show, probably 1,000, 2,000 students. And after the show, like we, we built this whole show out. After the show, literally the whole crowd stormed the stage. And I remember all the guys being like, what the fuck? And they literally spent an hour taking pictures and talking to people and all that stuff. And after the show, I, I, I felt the energy of everybody like, it was like everybody was surprised and excited at the same time. But I felt like, okay, they know that we somebody now. I already knew. <laughs> but they had val- that validates you when you get that type of They got validated. Everybody got validated that right. day. So it was like, oh, shit. And we got paid $6,000 for that show. That was our like first the, the, the first show we ever did as a group. We got it was at West Georgia. We got paid twenty five hundred, and to that that was like twenty five hundred. Does it show up thousands? <laughs> but then when we got six thousand at University of Georgia, a thousand a piece to do what to come up here. All right, cool. I'm doing it. Like that, and then everybody coming up to us afterwards. It was like, oh shit, we doing the right thing. So I remember in that moment, that's when I feel like everybody realized it. I already knew it. I already knew it. I was the one that was like, ah, we got it. Like, when I go out as Lena Leon and I see the response, I was like, imagine if all of us was here. I already knew it. But the guys, all we got to see it as a collective. And I remember that that show, I remember I was like, okay, yeah, we all kind of, it's going up from here because they all see it now. They all see, like, they were surprised that so many people were coming up to them asking for pictures and autographs. But to me, I was like, yeah, it's supposed to be. But at that moment, that show, that's when everybody kind of bought into the idea of, oh, shit. Yeah, we doing something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you feel like was the hardest thing to overcome having six people? And where was, like, where was like the biggest challenge for y'all overall as a group? Um, it's been a lot. Like, okay, so the first, the first biggest challenge, I think. Maybe we got hurdles. I think hurdles is a good word. Hurdles. You're going to get over them, but you got to get through them. So the so first on. biggest hurdle was us even moving to L.A. Okay, now I remember for me what moving to LA was. It was me, EK, and we was like cool. And then we had my, my now wife and two of my homeboys, and we all stayed in a one bedroom apartment. And it was just like, yo, you finna pay $1,400 a month to stay here? Like, it's, that's crazy, nigga. My five bedroom house in Texas is not that much. You a boss, nigga. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah. We, we sleep on the floor, nigga. So, six guys in a group. Initially, five guys all felt like that. Like, fuck it. If we all got to sleep on the same floor next to each other, right. to, because we didn't travel to L.A. And we felt like the, the four or five days we were there, every day we met somebody. And in your mind, coming from where you're coming from, that's a thing. Because in Atlanta, it's so slow. It was literally like, you just like, you knew everybody. Everybody knew you. And it was just like, it was just that. keep doing it. It was no growth. So when we moved to when we visited LA and the first week we were literally meeting niggas who directed House Party and Reginald Hudland. Reginald Hudland, we're sitting down with him and we're like, oh, we just here, we've been here. This is our first morning here. And we're just at Sophie Tell meeting Reginald Hudland. Yeah, we at the goddamn Standard Hotel having dinner with Jamie Foxx. Tracy yeah, Edmonds. Yeah, we, so, all these people you So meet. we was like, yeah, let's go, let's let's move here. This the we move. Like, it's, Fuck it. it's it's smart. It's no reason. Even if we gotta sleep together in the same room. It don't matter. But that was our first hurdle as a group because there was a little lopsided where with opinions was like, I don't know if that's the best idea. Because we're in a small market, but we're the biggest thing in this small market. <laughs> let's stay here. Atlanta's about to be the next big thing, which it is now. <clears throat> but at the same time, it's like film, though. Ain't nobody fucking with us in Atlanta. You know, I think this is a, this is just such an unfair thing to say, and I can tell you, I feel this, and y'all ain't, you ain't got to hear the rest of the story. Yeah. You came out here in search of gold. Yeah. And you left everything behind. Social acceptance, social currency, yeah. what that meant at face value to walk the streets and be that nigga, to mm-hmm. come to 
but you playing right in the NBA, like, yo, nigga, no draft, nigga. You 19, you playing tomorrow. Shoot, nigga. Yeah. And everybody's trying to shoot that big-ass shot. And the pressure is like, all right, nigga, you out here. What you going to do? Now you're trying to figure out that plus what you got to deliver every week to everybody back home who just like, yo, nigga, we just fuck with y'all. Yeah. So when we announced that we were moving to LA, before we even like, we not stopping. We gonna we gonna put out more class. We gonna put out more classic videos here than we did in Atlanta. So we kept doing that shit, and we felt yeah we we just kept growing, and we felt like people still saying they shit, but at the end of the day we was we was still growing. So. The landscape of YouTube now. I mean, even people was watching this on YouTube. Like, what do you feel like it is now? Oh, man. You yeah. as a pioneer and a creator. I, think, I don't know if you want this or not. I'm passing it. But if you don't, I'm definitely going to. Okay, cool. I think YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga behind it. Oh, take shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? Yeah. We wouldn't be sitting here smoking a blunt on YouTube. If it wasn't for YouTube. Yeah, but like years ago, niggas were like, no, we can't be yeah, 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 can't do school with No, we would have, man, y'all niggas, wow. <laughs> I think YouTube now, just just even knowing YouTube as a business, yeah. YouTube is all about numbers now. They don't, give they don't care about the personal shit. They don't care about what's growing. Politics. It's all about what's getting the most views. We're going to push that. And we're going to keep you watching what you usually watch. It's not about discovery. Back when we first started, it was, about discovery. It was like, Billy Sorrells, why does he keep showing up in my feed? Because this guy's popping and you need to know him, right? It was like they put you on. Now I feel like YouTube is just like, whatever you want, we're going to give it to you. Yeah. So it's harder for us to keep growing on YouTube because it's like... Well, you feel like as a translation into Facebook, is like something that... Because I think that's the thing that I explain to people all the time. It's like the diehard fans is on YouTube. You got people who are just following just to follow on Instagram. And Facebook is like, I got money to burn. I'm going to come see you because that's what Facebook the fuck people up. actually show up, right? Facebook people show the fuck up. They're older. They're older. They're more settled. They done shared and told everybody what yeah. they was doing. That night. Yeah, they're looking for something to do. So what, what was the question? <laughs> I think the real question is like, because I feel like I know the answer, but the real question is like now seeing from making that transition just from YouTube space to to the world. Yeah. What do you, how, like, how is that transition? Like, what's the thing, like, understanding it? Because some people watching this shit right now, like, man, y'all should have 100,000 views on each episode. Like, nigga, I ain't got no control over that. You think I'm like, no, don't let everybody see it. Yeah. It's an algorithm, dog. It's a computer. That's why when I t- we tell you, like the video, share yeah. the video, comment. Yeah. That make a difference. It makes a difference. And then with Facebook... You can share the video immediately to people who already trust you as a source for content. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that you can build upon that, that builds a level of not just social currency, but real currency. Because I got a real job. You know what my job is? It's in my bio. My job is there. A link to my boss is there if you look hard enough. My wife is right here. My grandma, my mama, my siblings, closest friends. I, all that's just available from what we see. Yeah. And, uh, and, I'm just looking at all that and just seeing how far that growth is. It's just, it's impeccable, bro. It's really impeccable. I'm yeah. proud of you. I salute you, man. I, I thank you for being a motivational force in this. I appreciate that. I'm going to take that, and I'm going to say the same to you. And I feel like the competition that we built, even though it felt like competition, it was, but it was healthy. I don't think nobody, I don't think anybody on either side of what you created and what you've done lost from being pushed to be better yeah yeah I, you know what i'm saying you can go scriptural iron sharpens iron yep and but i can definitely tell you seeing a healthy example for acceleration and that pressure to be better it makes for something i'm gonna tell you something what we I always used to pray before like before dormtainment became what dormtainment is now and all the people whatever i used to watch how it is all that i used to pray and it's funny they say be careful what you pray for Right. But I always used to pray, like, I didn't even know why. I used to always just say this. I just want to inspire. I used to say that, thinking it was the right thing to say. But when I look at it now, it's like what I prayed for is kind of what's killing me. <laughs> 
what I pray for, I pray for everybody to realize that you can do this shit on your own. You don't need someone to tell you it's your time. Right. You can pick up a camera and whatever idea or feeling you have, put it out and people will see it. It might take some time. But if you come from the heart, you're gonna, it's going to happen. Gotcha. And I always used to pray for that. And then now, it's like literally everybody can do whatever they want, whenever, however. And every, the world has an opportunity to see it. But because there's so many opportunities, it's like a lot of, a lot of people get... It's a lot of noise. It's a lot of noise for people to sift through. And I think about people who have a 9 to 5. They got time to be on YouTube all day. Facebook all day. Instagram they just see day. what's what's in front of them. So a lot of the stuff is what people can people who can do things every day and just literally pick up a camera and just film and just go. And I'm like, damn, that's killing us. But at the same time, that's what I asked for. I asked for everybody to realize that you can do it yourself. You know, you know, weirdly enough, you know, the only thing you can do for that that you can expect is, is understand it's like as much as you inspire, people will still know mm-hmm. in their mind mm. the things that move them. Yeah, to do what they do. The, to move them. Yeah. You, you know, I I want people to be moved. Yeah. There's people who put, they put a million views out and don't move. Nobody. Nobody. They don't move. Nothing in here. I thought to my homegirl just about what's in here and how it moves. Your inner chronometer of feeling. If it's not moved, then you are basically sifting aimlessly through an undefined, unspecific, unrelative dimension of space and time in which you move no one emotionally, Mm. spiritually, or Mm. mentally to be better. Mm. Physically, it's already that this is a digital realm that you're moving in, so I have no inspiration. I see people, I meet people, I encounter people. And it's only when they touch this chronometer, this thing that measures the space and time and that really has no space of time. Your heart, it's on its own mechanism. The things that 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 inspire you or evoke you or or give you energy to, to do have no limitation. I'm literally walking through the airport. It's about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. doing a show, and I'm like, man, fuck, I just didn't have a drink. I go sit to the bar, I hit, I get a Bloody Mary, boom, take it down. That's my first early drink I have, like, after a flight. That's like at 8 in the morning, land at goddamn 11 or 12, where my destination is. I'll take down a Bloody Mary. Order a basket of onion rings at this little spot. It's that little air spot. It's like a little Irish pub joint. I'm sitting there, boom, take the onion rings down. I'm sitting there, and then there's a chick that's next to me, cute. She got a little sweatshirt on, a little hoodie on, but she's still cute. And she's still girly. And I'm like sitting there. She was like, I'm watching her, but I'm not saying shit to her. She gets on the phone. She says, yeah, you're not going to believe all the people that I've seen in here today. All these YouTube niggas is in here. And I hear her and I'll say that, but I kind of crack a little smile. I take my next drink, my next drink, straight shot of Tito's. How you know exactly what you're trying? All these YouTube niggas is in here. I turn around. I feel a hand on my shoulder. Spoken reason sitting right behind me. Yeah. He was like, nigga, I didn't know you was going to be here. And he looked me dead in my eye and he said to me, did you miss me? (laughs) God damn. Took you around the world and dropped your ass off. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm I knew that was coming else. too. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I'm like, damn. God hey, damn. man, shit. We done linked up. Hey, bro. Oh, did you miss I appreciate me? Three, you. Two, three is hey, make sure y'all check fans. out my album. It's out on everywhere right now. It's called Daddy Season. It's definitely Daddy Season. It's a here. movement. Daddy Season. Listen, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the competition that we built, if it wasn't for us just trying to, to be better, nigga. to be better. Not even necessarily hating each other, but recognizing how good something is and saying, all right, I got to top that. That's healthy to me. 
There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like our, I, I hate to sound old, but our generation was kind of raised on that. Yeah. That was the 50 cents. That was the jaw Rules. That was the, the beef, the Jay-Z and Nas. That's what like, we grew nigga, up on. Nigga, you had to come out here and be like, nigga, what you want, nigga? Right. It wasn't, it, it wasn't <laughs> no, like, I, I see you. Let's work. It was basically like, okay, yeah, we I see, see them you. Niggas. Let's work. You know what that word is? That's elitism. Right. You had that same competition between Southern Grambling, Texas Southern, Tennessee yeah, State, yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard Clark. Everything. Everything. Morehouse, nigga, you, Georgia yeah, State. Yeah. Like, like, literally, that was what we grew up on. Michael Jordan. Uh, nigga, no, nigga, when Jordan went finna go play with Robert Parrish and Larry no, no, Bird, no, no. he's like, nigga, we finna dog. When nigga, when it, when, all right, Sunday come, nigga, yeah, we coming yeah. to Boston so, Garden, nigga, we finna to play. Old, hate to sound old, but that's what we, that's the energy we grew up off of. Yeah. So when, when we saw you do something, and it got the response it got. Okay, it did. It didn't make us say, "Oh, this thing ain't shit." We, it made us say, "We got to keep going." Say one nigga. Th- so the nigga gonna wear a wig and just keep getting views? <laughs> hey, my nigga. Exactly. Hey, young. Hey, say man. Exactly. All right. All right. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like everything we did was pretty much it. It, it laid the platform for what's going on now. And I think that what we do next is going to lay the platform for everybody that's doing what they do now to step to the next level. Man, if I can say anything, I say, man, thank you to everybody. Yeah. Wherever you came in the yeah. voyage on alone away. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that creates. Thank you, everybody that, that enjoys, watches. that watches. Yeah. Um, just keep going, man. And, you know, if you believe in something, just do it. That's it. Just do it. Because that's all that that's all that it takes to to make something out of something, and I've experienced that multiple times. I wanted to say I've done comedy, and comedy has led me in such a purity in life because it's made me believe that okay, I wasn't funny growing up. Yeah, I wasn't funny growing up. Right, like niggas used to clown in class all the time. And I would be that nigga like, damn, I wish I had something to say. <laughs> I, ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing for this nothing. classroom. But because I wanted to do that, I did it. Right. Because I wanted to be that guy, I did it. So same thing with me in comedy, same thing with me in music, same thing with me in anything. If you want to do something, just do it. Right. And you'll inspire and you'll do it while while you don't even realize it. Right. So just keep going and, yeah, I appreciate you for having me on and for being who you are and for inspiring us. Hey, nigga, we watching y'all first, man. Look, man, we in here. Y'all niggas see what it is. We'll be back next time. We got you. Hey, man, that's going to be good. That's going to be a good, good goddamn episode.